Come on, Chris. Hey, good morning, everybody. How's it going? Right on. Happy Sunday. Thanks for coming. Uh, some quick announcements before we get started. Uh, if you need to use the restroom, the bathrooms are back that way through the door to the left. TJ is right there. He's wearing a hat. He's wearing a hat. If you get lost on your way to the bathroom, TJ will guide you. Fret not. Uh, so we are having a fellowship. So if you have a question or comment, just raise your hand. I will bring you the mic or Esteban in the back there will bring you a mic. If we hand you the mic, please hold it in the same manner that I'm holding it. Try not to be flailing it about. It just sounds terrible. People are complaining on the internet. It's very annoying, very frustrating. They're so picky. Um, so please do that. No cell phone. <laughs> uh, if you can, please silence the cell phones now. Do it now. Do it now. I'm serious. Do it now. <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Follow, follow the lead. Silence those cell phones. Um, and uh, also, uh, no food or drink, please, uh, in here as well. We will, uh, we will scold you, scold you if, if there's any uh, food or drink in here. It's a, it's a big no-no. Um, and uh, if, if anybody wants to uh, move forward just a, just a little bit, just to fill in the front, just a little bit, so the, the stragglers and the lollygaggers who come in late, there's going to be some, lots of them, I bet, uh, just so they uh, can fill in the back Anyway, everybody, thanks for coming. Happy Sunday. And let's get started. Joel, come here for a minute. Joel in the house. The prodigal son. <laughs> you know who this is? Joel. How do you know this Joel? He's a dancer. And he's black. And he's black. <laughs> black first, dancer second. Little bit black. Is your new video ready? It's ready. Tell the folks about it. Okay. So I have a free, I just released on my YouTube channel a free. You want to get that mic drop? Oh, you want See, I forgot all the stuff. <laughs> I left and forgot. <laughs> I just released a free and super easy online dance class for adults. So if you need some exercise or you know somebody who needs some exercise, send it to them. <laughs> It's offensive, but you have my permission. Um, it's on my YouTube channel, so I just released it. It's just super easy, fun, basic steps. It's real easy for adults. I was doing it. Were you? Just to see if it worked or not. You didn't break nothing? What? You didn't break nothing? Your mama. <laughs> it's on my YouTube channel, uh, The Gifted of Dance. Oh. Check it out. Oh. Nice. Is that all? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready? Yep. They were trying to get my attention, Joel. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're just to hurry it up. Who do you guys prefer to read the super chats? Joel or Chris?
And he made no mistakes. Jesse, we're live. Good morning. Welcome to the church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line, and I can answer whatever question you have, all right, or comments. Um, good morning, y'all. How is everybody? Amazing. So, before I get to, oh, any first timers? I know you are right here. What's your name and where are you from? Name's Scott and currently live in Jacksonville, Florida. Right on. Welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, how did you find us, Scott? I found you about a year and a half ago on YouTube, Get a Job. Oh, yeah, get a job. Get a job. And so your life, have your life, has your life gotten better? Tremendously better, yeah. I do the silent prayer regularly. Um, went through some challenges in my move to the East Coast, first Maryland, then now the uh, free state of Florida. And um, wish I had found you much sooner in life. But it's been very helpful. Well, just be grateful for now. Do you... Uh, um, did you say that a thousand people are moving to Florida each day? That's what I've heard down there. Is a thousand people moving to Florida? Wow! A day. Right. How big is Florida? It's Everybody cool. can't live in Florida. What the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got good leadership down there. But everybody can't live there, right? No, no. I think we got to stop running. They need to put a lock the gate <laughs> <laughs> because we all can't power down in Florida. Any questions or disagreements about anything? No, no disagreements. I've been wondering, I did have a question. Um, what were your thoughts on communion? On who? Communion. It's something that's very common in a lot of churches, and I've always oh. kind of wondered. Um, I couldn't find anything, you know, in your past that you've made remarks on. I that. always eat before I leave home. <laughs> awesome. No, I'm playing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what it means now is God, when they did it way back then, they wanted uh, the people to remember God and not get caught up with your food and stuff, To when you're eating, to remember him. So now it means the same thing. In the spirit, when you're eating, because the last two things that men have to overcome is food and sex, right? And so when you're eating, you eat to remember him, not to forget. Because if you notice, Food can cause you to go unconscious, you know, because a lot of people will pray over food, and then the moment they start eating, they forget about God. They go, it seduce them. So if you want to overcome food, when you're eating, stay present rather than lost in your head about how good this food is, and they say you know the meal is over, and you forgot about God. So while eating and drinking, stay conscious to remember him. Then you can overcome the food, and it won't make you fat or anything. Isn't that amazing? That's because amazing. you won't overeat. Great. Thank you. Have you ever tried eating and staying conscious of God while you eat? Yes. Yeah. Did it work? In and out, I think, but sometimes, for sure. It, um, you know, just being, I think, thankful and present for the people around me and um, having food. Um, something to eat and knowing where it comes from. So you have you ever eaten an entire meal and, and stayed present with God? I can't remember that I have. 
Excellent. We'll That's what it. it means. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming, man. Oh, it's great to be here. All right. Any first timers here? Oh, right, right here. Joel, you want to hold the mic? Say, we haven't seen you in a minute. <laughs> Black people always let the white man work. <laughs> That's why you got fired. <laughs> Not from me, but from James. <laughs> Uh, what's your name? James. Oh, your name is James. Mm-hmm. There's another James. There we go. The Hake Report. There it is. And uh, where are you from? Van Nuys. And how did you find us? Online, YouTube. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was your first impression? Uh, that's a good question, if I can remember it. Um, it was definitely positive. Uh, I feel like I've heard a lot of spiritual teachers in my life, and uh prior to finding you, and so, I don't know, a lot of things that you said seemed really true to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you go and forgive your mother? I did. And how did that go? Um, not bad. Uh, what did she say? Bad. Do you remember? Um, what did she say? She said, well, she understood why I was, because actually, prior to her, um, me doing that, uh, I had shown her you, and he, so she had saw videos that I needed to do this, and she was... I was explaining to her why I thought I needed to do it too, and then I, I, I just did it, and then um, it was it was it was a good experience. Did you move out? Yeah, early in my life. Oh, good. Yeah, I was lucky that I did that. I, I realized that. Right on. Yeah. Any questions or disagreements about anything? Um, I guess just coincidentally, because of what's going on right now, I do have a question about what you think about the the UFO thing that the government's talking about, oh, and yeah, how that relates UFO, to religion. Huh? So what? And how that relates to. There are some people that I guess thought that wouldn't, couldn't it be possible now that we know that there are UFOs or that the government's at least saying that there are UFOs, yeah. couldn't we now say that, that, that it's possible that this Virgin Mary was impregnated by an alien possibly, that they, back then they would Who? think they were God? <laughs> Who? Who what? Virgin Mary, the Virgin Mary? You think Virgin Mary may have gotten prayed by a UFO? Do you think it's possible? <laughs> you don't think that's possible? It's not even possible. It's not possible. Uh, what? That's the? hilarious. <laughs> you don't think that's like far? You think that's far fetched? That is. You smoke pot? <laughs> I, time to time. Uh, <laughs> time to time. So what? Time to time for sure. Oh. For sure. All potheads believe that. I, I well, I guess that's fair. <laughs> no, that's I'm a fair assessment. You. What is a UFO exactly? Well, in that's your, what we don't opinion. know. Yeah, that's. That's, that's it's not God flying around. No, we, we're, we're pretty sure about that. Right. Yeah. And so Mary got prayed about God. But back then, I feel like people wouldn't even un- interpret a flying device. You know, they would think that was God. You think so? Of course they would. They wouldn't, they wouldn't say it's, it's a plane. You think the they people in that job planes. that they would think a UFO is God? If it was a glowing like, oh, light. Look, there is God. People back then? They would think, yeah. They yes, think he'd be flying around like this, a bunch of lights coming to I think they would think that's something supernatural for sure. Ooh. Uh, yeah. They may think that today. No, today we would go, that's a 
like a plane, but advanced, more advanced. But some people who are dumb, they still think that's God. Well, maybe that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's not okay. God. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's probably from China. <laughs> They're bringing in the Chinese virus. And it just spread it all over us. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't uh, know what it is, but I do think that it's interesting to see that they're starting to talk about it more. Mm-hmm. It's coming to the forefront. I used to hear people talk about, like years ago, when I first started Barn, that they see UFO in their neighborhoods, mm-hmm. especially people from Apple Valley, those that live in the desert. Oh, wow. And then I thought, wow, that person crazy. But now, maybe not no, so much. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I don't think they're crazy now. They don't. They're not. Well, it's going to be interesting to find out what they really are, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to know. Me too. But at this point, I have no idea. Fair enough. Amazing. <laughs> and so, you still smoke pot? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Ooh, uh. <laughs> I am actually, uh, I, I, I dabble, though. Like, I'll go six months without doing it, and, and it's easy for me. And, and then, then what happened then after the end of six months? I'll start doing it with, at a party or something. And so then, you would say, smoke a joint? You say, okay, daddy? Not okay, daddy, but like... <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily, but... Uh, so what happened after you get the, the thought of it or the idea or somebody offered it to you? What yeah. made you do it after the six months are up? That's a, I mean, I can't remember the first time, honestly. I can't remember like the first joint I smoked after the six months, but I remember I was like, ah, I'll start doing it on the weekend or something. And, and, and then I started, and then it's more than that. But work prevents yeah. me from doing it more than that, though. I'm very busy. So one joint on a Friday evening lead to smoking all weekend? If I'm not working. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good, I know. I got to get back. But it, and it's easy for me, too. I just don't know why. I, yeah. I'm going to. I will. Will you go back to it? Do you judge yourself? When I go back to not smoking? No, when you do smoke again after six months? Um, no, I don't. Oh, okay. I recognize that what I'm doing. Right on. Yeah. Uh, you smoke pot too? No. Oh, okay. One out of a thousand. That's good. Nice. Uh, did you go and forgive your mother? I did. Oh. Anything else before no, I go? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Want I want to know what happened. She thanked me. She was a little. She said, "Thank you." Well, she for telling me I'm evil. Well, <laughs> well, she said she said she knows she's not perfect, and um, and you're like, I know too. Yeah, yeah, and um, I tried to explain that uh, you know, I resented her for turning me away from my father. Um, you know, her side of the family um, kind of spoiled us. Her mom, so my grandmother. Always yeah. spoiling us, and um, so we kind of liked them better. And um, but you could see the problem in that. Yeah. And um, created probably I think friction um, between the parents. And um, so she was. She said she knew, and said I'm, you know, not perfect. And thanks. And but then when I saw her in person, so I did that over the phone. But then oh. um, I had to travel across the country, and when I saw her in person. Um, there was a little bit more fire there. There was a little, you know, you know, your dad. She had thought about it. She was like, I dare you blame me. It was your daddy. 
well, you know, she said, yeah, a little bit, you know, your dad's an alpha. What's wrong with you? You know? <laughs> your <laughs> dad is down. alcoholic? Alpha. <laughs> she said he isn't? He said, she said he is. Oh. And that, yeah, all boys, you know. Um, your father have made all boys? Made all boys. Alpha male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beta male making girls first. Yeah, I have a daughter. Beta. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have said it right then. Oh, I've been waiting to be called the beta on that one. That's great. <laughs> Amazing. All right, man. And you, are you close to your father now? Yeah, we're much closer, actually. I'm, I'm out visiting him. He's, he's not doing great right now as far as his health, so yeah. um, I'm visiting. And oh, he live out here? Um, he, yeah, he lives in Arizona. So, oh, okay. Um, nice. I drove over for some business here, and... Uh, California and made sure to make the trip down here before I go back. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Did you um, do you do the silent prayer? Um, I started doing it a little bit and then I'm sorry. I uh, started doing it uh, for a little bit and then I kind of stopped. And, and why did you stop? Um, my schedule is just insane. You were too uh, busy for God. No, but, well, I'm not extremely. You like Christian. God? I don't have time to pray. I gotta go to work. I don't talk to God. Oh, you don't? You just look at him. I don't look at him either. Yeah. <laughs> you just wait. No. <laughs> are you a Christian? Uh, no. I would say no. What are you? I don't know. Oh, you're not a Muslim. Are you I would s- no. I would say that um, I'm aware of my ego right now. I'm aware of that. It. I'm aware of it now. And wherever that is, I guess I'm that. So you you were not raised a Christian or or Catholic or anything. Oh, I was raised Catholic, but like oh, okay. I stopped. Right on. Kind of going with the Catholic vibe. I never I never finished communion or I I did communion. I didn't do confirmation or something like that. I don't blame you if you thought uh, a spaceship pregnant marriage. I, now, I wasn't thinking that then, but. <laughs> I'm say, it's it was time to quit. It's funny we <laughs> laugh about it, but like we we now say they're real now. Like right. we, were, we were laughing about that a week ago, you know, or right. prior to all this. Oh man. Know. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, for sure. This is your first time. That's my first time here. Oh, okay. Hello. What's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name's Norik. I'm from Simi Valley. From where? Simi Valley, California. Right on. And how did you hear about us? My friend Jared and his Jared? friend Gabe. So I'm here with these guys today. Oh, nice. And what was your first impression of, of the video? I mean, this is my first time. He sent me some information, but oh, I Oh, you haven't know. watched it or heard it? Nothing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it, guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> Trick him here. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we were, we were already having conversations about just ideas and open-mindedness, and I'm yeah. extremely open-minded, if you couldn't tell. So I'm just here to see what you have to... Offer honestly any type of information, knowledge, and wisdom. My ears are open to it. Oh, okay. You live with your mother? I do. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? I'm 28. And why do you live with your mother? I like my mom. You like your mother? Yeah. That's I like not your good. <laughs> you supposed to like her at a distance. Yeah, I know. No, it's um, it's just uh, I blame it on financial, and because my dad passed away and my little brother growing up. I wanted to be there for him, so I, I put that there, you know. I truly believe it, but, of course, it's, you know, just so life. So you became the husband after your father died? Uh, I became a big brother, like Ooh. a really good big brother for my little brother. Oh, to your little brother. Yeah. But you don't take care of your mother? 
No, of course not. Oh, good. No, no, no. I, you know, um, she had cancer. She was in remission, so she couldn't drive. So I had to make sure to take him to school. Um, I taught him how to drive. I and was just, I was just there for, for him. And so, how old is he now? He's seventeen now. Seventeen. Mm-hmm. So are you going to move out now? Yeah, I'm already planning to go to the military. So what now? I'm going into the Air Force. Oh, good. Yeah. When? Uh, I mean, I, I'm supposed to go see uh, a doctor, I guess, a uh, physical, uh, I forgot what it's called, whatever they do. Right. And, uh, oh, good. I, I wish you well with that. This is a bad time to be going in the military. <laughs> they have drag queens and uh-huh. everything. In the military? And in the military. Oh, Okay. And they run out all the straight people. Really? Yeah. And they're still fighting for their country? Drag In dress. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's very colorful. And they'd be screaming when the bombs are dropping. Oh! <laughs> no, I'm <okay. laughs> I want to say really quick, though, uh, uh, about his uh, idea of the UFOs and impregnating Mary. That I, I don't know about the impregnating part, but... I can say if I were to see a like a beam of light come down and I don't know what the heck that is and then I just go oh my god that's amazing that that's got to be some higher power and you know wow. I can see that beam You're of light right, man. you know <laughs> and I don't smoke weed <laughs> so amazing I mean, okay well I'm glad you're here thank you all right and it's not your first time anybody else first time right here first time no. Right here. Yes, sir. What's your name and how did you find us? Um, my name is Ario, and I found you through like YouTube and my dad. Oh, right on, man. Mm-hmm. And how old are you? Uh, 16. You're 16. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And have you gone and forgiven your mother? No. And why not? I don't know all about that. Oh, he didn't talk to you about it? Oh, no, you, didn't, you, you didn't know about it either, right? Oh, okay. And so how did you find a, the father? I found you on YouTube. Just started following you about a month ago. Blew oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so you didn't tell him he needed to forgive his mother? We're both learning every, every time we talk, yeah. Oh. I'm telling him. And he agrees with you. I think he's more alpha than me. <laughs> <laughs> I see did that you, So are you still married to You live with him? No. Oh. No, no. We split up when he was a little boy. So. Did you tell him why you left? I never really got down details, but... You should tell him. I left because your mother crazy. <laughs> and I didn't I know how to handle her. I think he knows that part, but... You know that already? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, any qu- what's your name? Ariel, also. Oh, junior. okay. He's any questions about anything? No, 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 no. Any no. disagreement or anything? No, I'm, just, I'm happy I found you. I'm right glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Any questions, let me know. All right. Is he your first time? Oh, well, I was at the men's group uh, like a month ago. Six months ago. Oh, you was at, yeah, yeah. like on a Thursday night? Yeah, I was supposed to come this uh, Thursday, but you canceled it. I mean, this month, but you canceled yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Any questions about anything? I, yeah, I do. Um, one of my, uh, my barber, he used to be like a game banger, but now he's not. And, you know, you talk when they cut your hair. Yeah. So I explained to him what I what I've been going through, you know, the whole forgiveness and all that. Could you just give us? Could you like? Because I know he's listening. He's going to be listening. 
Could you give us like a one-on-one on why? Because he sees his wife, um, like the battle between his his wife and his mom, and how like then he yells at the kids because the moms, the grandparents spoil the kids. Um, could you kind of give like a, a quick, not kind of, of how to like forgive and why they should forgive their parents? Because I'm not good at like uh, fully explaining the whole forgiveness process. Right. Uh, so he's married. Yes. And his mother lived with them. No, 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 no. They live separately, but um, the the his wife, they just don't get along with the parents. And I tell him like, you, you got to tell her to forgive. And he's like, I know. And she sees it too. But I just don't know how to explain it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. Know did you go and forgive your mother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that go? What happened? Uh, well, so everything you said is true. Uh, every time I like talk to my aunts about it, my mom's like, I don't even remember why you forgave me. But she knows. Yeah. And, um, so I forgave her, uh, turning me away from my dad because she was always like, you're going to be like your dad. You're just like your dad. And like this. And it wasn't like. You, you really don't realize it, right? Because you're always like, oh, yeah, it's my dad. Until one day she actually said it. She's like, oh, you're going to be worse than your dad. And I'm like, you know what, Mom? Listen. And, and then I told her I forgive you. Um, and then she's like, well, I forgive you too. And, <laughs> and then she would invite me and over. And you were like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what are you forgiving me for? I learned it from you. Yeah. And then, um, That's right. You got it all from her. And then she would invite me over all the time to come eat and stuff. And that's how they do it. Yeah. And did you go eat? No. Oh, good. Um, I had, to for, I had to forget, First, I forgave her because she came. Uh, she sent a cleaning lady to clean my apartment. And I'm like, don't. Why are you doing that? Like, I'm supposed to be a man. You're, like, making me not feel like a man. Yeah. So I forgave her that time. But then it, the, the real one I really forgave her for was uh, my dad when she said that about my dad. Right on. And because I told her, I'm like, you know what? That's between you and my father. Like, don't bring me into. Yeah. So I appreciate that from you. For, well, the reason. Uh, what's your friend's first name? Braulio. Oh, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> so, broccoli, let me tell you this. <laughs> no Spanish. No, only English. Um, the reason I have to do it because everyone who was born of the woman must be born of the spirit of the father. Because all those who are born of the woman are dying and not living. And you are subject to the woman. The woman is your God uh, because of Eve and the whole thing with Adam and Eve. And so you must be born of the spirit of the father in order to live and, you know, get back to your innocent, back to the way you were before your mother traumatized you. And so you got to forgive your mother. Don't ask for forgiveness don't apologize for whatever you've done because you couldn't help yourself. But you must forgive her for um, turning you away from your father, imposing her will upon you. Otherwise, you end up marrying your wife, and it just continues generation to generation. And so that's what it means that we must be born again. We must return to the father in order for men to guide the women and children in the right way to go. So you got to forgive your mother so you can deal with your wife. And you need to block your mother anyway. Don't let her come over. Don't let the kids go over there until she repent for what she's done to you. Other than that, she's going to destroy your family. So in order to overcome the fear of your mother, you must forgive her. That's why you got to do it.
Awesome. Thank you. Otherwise, the woman is your God, and it just goes on from this cycle continue from generation to generation. So when the last time you spoke to your mother? Uh, well, I, I, uh, I'm from, uh, I'm an hour north of uh, Chicago, and I just came from a wedding in San Francisco. Oh, or okay. San, uh, yeah, whatever. So um, she wanted to see photos of that, so I spoke to her today. She wanted to see photos of the of wedding? Of the wedding. Of the wedding. Of the wedding, why she wanted to see it? It's kind of like a family friend. I don't know. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They couldn't make it. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. All right, any questions? Any other questions? No, thank you for everything. Oh, okay, good, man. Are you guys first-timers? Right here. What's your name Jesse? and how do you hear about us? My name is James. I'm originally from Florida, but right now I'm currently living downtown L.A. Really? Yes, sir. Wow, you moved from heaven to hell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, what the? I've been here uh, about a decade, but I was uh, I was born in Florida. I've moved many places, Jesse. <laughs> what would make you move from Florida to downtown L.A.? Uh, I would blame the move from Florida definitely on my mother. <laughs> what happened? Uh, long story short, uh, she grabbed myself some bags and said sayonara to Florida and my father. <laughs> so what now? Uh, <laughs> what made you move from uh, from Florida back to L.A.? Your uh, mother? It was my mother who moved me from Florida. She took your bag and packed your bags and moved you to Florida? It moved I me mean, from moved Florida when I was a child, yes. Oh, when you were a child? Yes. Oh, you didn't just move from Florida? No, sir. Oh, I got you. <laughs> and how old are you now? Me, I'm 32 right now. And why have you moved back? Um, I'm actually in search of a better place, you know, who knows where that leads me, but yeah. I'm on that path. Is she, are you still living with her? Oh, definitely not. Oh, good. I left, uh, about 17 years old. Oh, nice. Yes, sir. Did you end up marrying your mama? No. Oh, no. sorry, mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, any question about anything? Um, no, I'd just like to say to yourself and everybody, it's amazing to be here, finally in the flesh, long-time listener, and, you know, I really appreciate what everybody's doing here. Good. Is this your wife? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. What's your name? Hello, Jesse. My Hi. name is Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. Thank Hello. you for coming. Happy belated birthday. Oh, that's so, amazing, huh? It's amazing, because I called on my birthday on Friday, when it was Joel's last day, and he's here it's your birthday, so it's just amazing how God plans things. Oh, you know, you know Joel? Uh, yeah, it was his last day, I believe, April 2nd, which was my birthday. Right on. So I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Hopefully you enjoyed steak, chicken, watermelon, all the amazing. goodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do you prefer to read the Super Chats, Chris or Joel? Uh... I don't know. Nick, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Miho. <laughs> he what? I said Miho. Are you calling Miho? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you go and forgive your mother? I am not. I am taking baby steps. Um, currently a situation where I'm not communicating with her, but uh, listening to you, I'm understanding the importance of forgiveness. And my husband here, he actually introduced me to you. I uh, would be in the kitchen making dinner, watching, washing the dishes, and he would be laughing or singing to one of your songs. And I was like, what are you listening to? Until <laughs> so I finally sat down with him and paid attention to you. 
and what you have been saying. Right on. So thank you. And so you will go and forgive her? Eventually, yes. I hope so. And I hey, know will that you God. say you take your baby steps? Are you trying to sneak up on her or something? <laughs> uh, possibly. <laughs> and why not go right to her and just get it done? Like I said, I'm in a situation right now where I just I'm not communicating with her oh, okay. at the moment. Um, right. But I'm finding other ways for forgiveness. And like I said, just been listening to you a lot. So, Are you close to your father? I actually do not uh, live with my father. He left us when uh, I was, like, young. So do you know who he is? Yes. And are you able to communicate with him? No. And why not? Uh, I don't know where he is. You can. You don't know his folks? Nope. Really? Yeah. You don't I'm know Mexican, so uh, you know how Mexicans we do. They just make us and then just leave us. But I found <laughs> my way. <laughs> Amazing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was a black woman that had nine children the other it wasn't nine? nine oh she had nine children at the same time oh wow that Mexican can't beat that <laughs> right <laughs> wow any question about anything uh well no it was just one thing that you always mention is how uh college college right now it's um it's kind of not necessary um, and now I see that, and I agree with you. I actually went to college, and that's how I met my husband. We met in college. Right. And I was happy to be on my own. I learned a lot. I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um, but I do now agree how college is a scam. And yeah, it's a scam. It is. And now I'm in debt, but, you know, now I have a degree <laughs> that says I'm an anthropologist. So, uh, um, Can't you, know, just, you, you're an anthropologist? Well, I majored in anthropology. Oh, can you take that degree back and ask for a refund? I hope so. I might get on a plane and ask for my refund. I don't blame you. <laughs> Amazing. But, well, I'm glad you're here. But I also just wanted to say I've seen a few of your appearances. You've been on The War Room with Owen Schroyer, oh, as yeah. well as uh, Slightly Offensive with Elijah. Yeah. And you are amazing there. I'm not going to repeat what you said. It's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. No, we, but, can't, uh, we can't say you, that in church. No, <laughs> I cannot, and I will not. But thank you so much, and I really do hope that your message gets shared. Right on. Where it everything. is, people waking up around the world, so it's getting out there. Definitely. All right, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Um, did you have a question? You had your hand. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Hi. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here again. Yes. Uh, I had a question about, uh, you know, uh, some of the people here were talking about UFOs and all that stuff. Let's put our feet on the ground. Um, talking about uh, marriage. Um, my father, you know, I, you know, I'm very close to him. I'm with him every day. I work with him. Right. Uh, we run a landscape business together. Yes. It's just him and I every day, most of my life, you know, and I feel privileged to, honored to, you know, and sometimes kind of hard to deal with the old man, but at least he's my old man, not some other old man, right? You right. Know? Right, yeah. So um, he says, you know, I've been t talk talking to him about you. I've been listening to you for quite a while now. And uh, he says that it takes a real man to put up with a woman's BS his entire life. So is that true or not? I'm like, does it really take a real man to put up with a woman's uh, hell? Absolutely, man. <laughs> All right, okay. Especially if you want to outlive her, otherwise he'll kill you. You know, that's what he told you. you know, ask him that. You know, you know how men does die it take first? a real Yeah, it does. You know, you know how men die first, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, my grandfather died before my grandmother. And my grandma, I, growing up, I thought she was a sweet old lady, but when I grew up, oh, man, no, no. You know, yeah. I can think of many names to call her. 
Sweet old lady. Yeah. Not one. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, she seemed nice. I but mean, she men, always fed us. Why, she took care of us. And that's all, why. You know. That's why men must be born again of the Father, so that that order can change. Whereas God in in Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, woman over children. Yeah. And so when that order changed, because the women have to look up to the man yeah. as the man look up to God, right? Then the woman won't won't stress him out like that because she's not his God. The problem is most men are not born again of the father. And so the woman is, you know, they don't get over the woman, over the fact that the woman is their God. Yeah, because, my, you know, my father says that, you know, you made it, he made, you know, a man has to keep his word. He made a promise, yeah. the, you know, because they got married in the church and all, you know, my parents met in the choir, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So he, my dad thought that meeting a woman in, in church was the best thing, but <laughs> no, <laughs> it's completely different, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so, have it at the club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, because um, they don't know the word, but they feel crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but, he says, no, you know, it keep does your take word. A real man, but a man of God, one that yeah. has been born again, man of, of God. Yeah, but you know what he said. You know, you keep your. You know, you got to be a man. You got to keep your word. You made the promise. I'm gonna be with you in good times and bad times. Right. You know, we're not that's gonna right. just separate. And that's what a lot of people are doing. You know, the first argument or whatever. You know, they don't agree with, with something. Well, that's because the man can't handle the women now. That's why. Yeah, but it takes a real man to put up with her, right? <laughs> you say what? It takes a real man to put up with her or what? Yes, absolutely. Right. So my dad was right, though. So, he, so he's an alpha. <laughs> he had me, He had me. For, you know, he, uh, I was his first child, male, so he's an alpha, right? <laughs> well, that part is. Yeah, oh, I, I, I don't know the rest. Yeah, no, so I just yeah. wanted to ask you that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let me just say thank you all for the birthday wish. Uh, Saturday was my birthday, and it's just been amazing. Um, and so I was thinking about it over the weekend. Matter of fact, I, I wanted to, most of you know how old I am, right? Close. Who said that? <laughs> so what? Ha- I'm so old that God made me first, then He made dirt that I may walk on. <laughs> But I'm 72, and so I was thinking about my life. I don't know how I got here, to be honest. It just, I don't know how this happened. It was meant to be, and I want, it's like, there's nothing in my life that I've done in the last 31 years that I imagined for a second I would be doing, because I didn't finish high school. I grew up on a plantation. I, uh, um, well, I did finish high school. But it was by accident. <laughs> they were trying to hurry up and shut the school down, so they said, go ahead, right? And so I don't know how, I mean, I know it was because of God. It's like the invisible became the visible for me. And when I was growing up, I always thought that I would move to L.A., get a house, because they were told, get a job, buy yourself a home, get married, have a bunch of children. And so I thought I was going to do that. And so I came and I bought a house at 25. I started dating heavily, but just didn't get married, right? And so I just figured, you know what, I'll just, I'll just work, buy me a lot of clothes and a red sports car, be a player. I was living for that reason. But things start to happen. But I've always kind of had a relationship with God in that I always wanted to know what was it like to be a 
son of God on earth before you die. And so I've always wondered about that. So I've always kind of been seeking the father to understand that. So I never really went away from that, even though I went out and did some crazy things. But then my life changed when I asked God to let me see myself. One thing just led to another one because I I had conflict. I was a beta male. Even though I dated a lot of women, I, I didn't know how to deal with them in the right way. And so God let me see it, and everything just changed. And I almost have forgotten what I was before because it seems as though I have no past. When I think about the past, I have to really think about it. And when I tell people about it, it's almost like I'm making it up, right? Uh, uh, I never had any idea that God loved us the way that he loved us. He loved us differently than human beings love one another. There is no comparison at all, none. You can't compare human to human love to that of God to human love. In God, there is no, there is no feelings. You don't feel love. There is no, uh, there is no doubt. There is no worries. There are no worries. There is no plan. I haven't had a plan in 30, born is 31 years old. I've never made a plan. I literally do not know what to do next. And so what I've done, done and I love it is taking one day at a time. And each day would take care of itself. Whereas the experts with the degrees say that you need to get a degree in, in business. And then you have to make a loan. Then you have to write out a plan and all this stuff, right? And by the time you've done all that, you're so worn out and afraid that you don't do it. But if you just one step at a time, life will unfold by itself. And that's what he has done for me. And it's mind-blowing. And I want you to know, if you are willing not to have a plan um, to just let your life unfold, it'll happen to you too. And another thing I realized that I didn't know before, it, and the reason I know this now is because it happened to me, but a lot of people judge themselves. And what they judge is their act, the things that they're into. Drugs and alcohol and sex and lying and whatever you're into, right? If you're heard that that's wrong. And so they tell you, you need to repent from that. And all around the world, <clears throat> people are judging themselves for the wrong reasons. They try to stop doing things, and if they can't stop, they hate themselves for it. But if they, And if they should stop for a while, and they find themselves going back to it, they're like, oh, I thought I was with God. God hate me. But he doesn't hate you for what you're doing. Not at all. What he wants that I did not know before, he wants to change their heart. Salvation is about changing their heart from hate to love. So when you return to the Father, that's exactly what happens. Your heart changes. And you will still find you when you first wake up, because when your heart changes, you wake up just like that, right? And you will find yourself once in a while going back to those old things that that you were into as a result of being into that fallen state. But once you wake up with the Father, you realize you could not help yourself with those things. I counseled with a bank robber, a guy that robbed banks. And if he can't rob a bank, he'll rob a liquor store or something, right? 
And he tells himself all the time, I'm not going to do it this time. I'm not going to do it anymore. He's been in and out of jail. And <clears throat> he tells himself, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to rob another bank. So he go along for a while and not, and he doesn't rob the bank. But then the thought and the urge would come and he would find himself robbing someone. And then he hated himself for it. And he had, you know, all kind of help from votes and nothing worked. So I said to him, man, you need to stop judging yourself for robbing the bank. You can't help it. Really. And so try to stay away from it. Go forgive. Be aware of what you're doing. And the spirit of the Father, the light, will cause you to change. And, uh, and so I talked to him again recently. And all of a sudden, it's just not happening anymore. Because of the awareness, right? And when God said that he would take care of you, don't worry about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep, who your friends are. Don't worry about your reputation. Take no thought about those things. You should just be present with him. And all those things will be added unto you. But you're learning wisdom from him from within if you uh, stay in the present. I want to urge you, you got to stay in the present. And after a while, you forget about the thoughts. And when, when they do come, you recognize them and you know they're from Satan and they just go. Really, it's so amazing. And what I notice is that children of God, I've seen it happen with myself. When people turn against you or talk about you or take your stuff, it's not a big deal anymore. You don't overreact because you don't identify with that. And it doesn't mean that you don't take action if you need to. It's just that you don't overreact to it. It's almost like what I imagine magic is, but it's better than that. Because you, in your, this is for men and women. You've got to return to the Father, and your life will change by itself. You can't change anything about your life. And it's not like what the Bible thumpers have been talking about. They act like, almost like they're trying to trick you to love God. You're going to hell if you don't repent. You're going to hell if you continue to lie and cheat and steal, right? And what they have done, they, they have made the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Who following that? Where Chris? Get him, Chris. Is that you, Mary? Oh, that's your fault? What the? You were late? You be like. All right. Uh, we got to let. We got to help the black folks. Tell your fault, buddy. But uh, um, you don't have to learn the Bible. There's nothing wrong with reading the Bible. Read it. Don't remember it. Put it away. Everything we need to know is already in us. I was reading uh, about this guy, Nehemiah, in the Bible. Anybody ever heard of him? Right? Y'all don't read the Bible? You read the Bible? One person read the Bible. And two. You still read the Bible, right? Are you sure? <laughs> you, see, you ever heard of Nehemiah? Nehemiah, sure. Old Testament. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? You remember what you read about him? Uh, 
I thought we're not supposed to remember any of it. <laughs> Bob thought not that kind of way. <laughs> I was read about him, and nothing has really changed. But oh, first let me do this. Thank you all for the birthday, sir. It's just been amazing. I do appreciate it. I don't take it for granted at all. Um, who just sent us the barbecue, sir? Nor nor Art Kansas. Yep. Thank you. Is that a man or a woman? Man. Thank you, man. It was delicious. He sent us some ribs, collard greens, coleslaw, and what else? Brisket, cornbread. Is there? What? Oh yeah, beans. Master Tater. I went all the way black. <laughs> I don't know when the last time I had a meal like that. I went, I left my little whiteness on the side. <laughs> it was so good. So thank you. I appreciate it. We, uh, cakes and pies and all kinds of stuff. Kelly made a birthday cake. So thank you all. I don't take it for granted. I do appreciate it. Um, but what I, I was reading there, uh, Neil Meyer over the weekend and I noticed that, you know, he was either born in slavery or put in slavery, right? And uh, at that time, the Jews were taken somewhere, oh, to Babylon, a thousand miles away from wherever they were. And they stayed enslaved for 50 years. Generations died. And there was a new generation being born enslaved, right? But the point I learned from it during those days is that the economy, everything that's happening in the world right now happened then. Economy was bad. The government was bad. The intellectuals were bad. The, the uh, Pharisees were bad, and they were trying to, to uh, control the people. And I thought about I was like, wow, that's exactly what's happening right now. The economy is bad. The intellectuals are out of control. They have no idea what they're talking about. And they're all in it <clears throat> for power. It's not about we the people at all. It's all ego. And it seems as though the more education they have, the worse they are. And they're so open about it today. And they will destroy this country in order to get the power over you and enslave you. So everything, and so I realized from that when, because this guy, uh, near Mario, his days were way before Christ came, right? And so Christ came and he created a new world. And so this world out, outside of us, it's the same world that was happening back in near Mario days. People sucking the life out of one another. They don't get along. They hate one another because this earth is of Satan. And so he still rules this earth. But for the children of God, God will rule us from within. That's why you must be born again and live from within because this world is going to go through a lot. And if you want to survive it, you must be living from the world, the reality within, because there is no love in this world. Zero love. Satan is roaming the earth. All Satan is his little demons are roaming the earth to see who he can devour. But if you are born again of God, you can make it through it. You will have no fear. He will take care of you. You will be able to speak up for yourself. You would not worry about the economy because people jump off the bridge when they hear the economy is dropping. You know what I'm saying? I know some guys who were involved in Bitcoin or something like that. <clears throat> and then some guys are not. They're involved in something else like that. 
And so apparently the Bitcoin people are losing. This thing went down or something, right? I just happened to overhear and then the little guy that invests in little stuff was laughing at the Bitcoin guys. He was like, oh, that's good. I knew it. And the Bitcoin guy told him, what the little stuff you're doing is what? What did they say to him? Uh, they said that uh, what what they're doing is child's play. and Compared those, to the Bitcoin people. Compared to the Bitcoin, we're playing a more advanced game, something more in the future. Yeah. But I want you to know, don't put your faith in anything or anyone but God. Don't put faith in the Bible, your mama, your daddy, your brother, your friends. Only have faith in God. And then you can survive all things. You can overcome. And stop overreacting, really. Every time you overreact, you lose. Every time. But when you can be still and go through it, you overcome anything. So... I urge you, do what you want. And I know a lot of you have done it. Forgive your mothers. Return to your father so you can enter the kingdom. Christ made a new kingdom. And I see why now. So that you can live on earth and not be a part of it. All right? And I'm so blessed to know this. And if I can know it, all of you have degrees, y'all should surely know it. But you got to live from within. One day at a time, you want to live, you want to live a simple life, a peaceful life. You, and don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't try to have what someone else have. Wish them well, and you just live your simple life. Don't try to keep up with anyone else. Be you. And it's an amazing way to live. All right? So when they're telling you to, the sky's falling, don't freak out. That's what the children are saying to do. All right? The kingdom of heaven is within, and it's amazing. But you got to stay with it. A lot of you, some of you, you do the silent prayer and then things get better for a little while and then you stop. And that's what Satan wants you to do. God said, pray without ceasing. And the reason for that, because he doesn't want Satan to come in and take you back just like that. All right? Be present with the Father. He's right here, right now, all the time. All right? Any questions about that? And I know you had your hand. Okay, okay, yeah. It's a yes, right here. It's amazing to live, and you hear it from someone who is, you know, discovering it day after day after day, and I just love it. It's amazing to live that way. Yes. Um, yeah, I just have a question about, I guess, forgiving your mother. Um, what if you don't really necessarily have a bad relationship with her? I mean, like, I understand that there's things that could happen, but what if you don't actually, you know? But you're, she's still in your life. You you had a good you know childhood growing up. Like there were some bumps in the road, but you don't necessarily hate them. Like what would you say? Well, give her for those the mere fact that you were born through her, mm. you've taken on her nature, mm. and so you have her spirit, and so you, that's why you must be born of the father's spirit, so you can overcome the female nature, mm. which is of Satan. Right, which is emo- like emotional and more like uh, just like. Ink. Anxiety filled. And what now? It's more like like emotional, like anxiety yes. filled, like living in your head and not actually in the moment. All that is from your mother. Yeah. Because men who have been born of the father do not live in their head. Yeah. They live from wisdom from within, right? Mm-hmm. But those who have been born of their mother, they live in their thoughts. Yeah. And they believe that thoughts are right. And it's a setup. And it's an illogical mindset. Yeah. Even when women return to the father, 
what God does before he let them come into the kingdom, he renew their mind so that they can come in with a logical mind rather than Satan's right, mind. Right. Yeah. So the mere fact that you were born through her, you've been traumatized. Okay. But, I mean, like you said, it's just like, it, I guess it sounds weird, like, saying to forgive your mother when it's like you don't really feel like she's done anything necessarily to wrong so you. So your mother was perfect with you? She no, didn't. of course not. But that's, why, that's what I said. It's yeah. like it, she wasn't perfect, but it, I know there's people who have had much worse experiences than I have. So it's like... Oh. Uh, yeah. That is so interesting. So you know of people who have much worse experience with their mothers yeah. than you did. Yeah. And that made you think, maybe you don't have to forgive her? No, no. It's just I don't know necessarily, like, I don't feel like I hold much resentment towards her. Like, I've, I've told her before, like, if, um, you know, if she's trying to do something for me, I'll be like, hey, let, like, let me do this. Like, you know, I need, like, I need to do this so I can feel like a man, so I feel like I've done something with myself. Um, like, I've done stuff like that, but I don't feel, like, necessarily that she's a bad person. And she's always had my best intentions at heart, I feel. Um, and so, I don't know, it's just interesting, I guess, because... So you haven't forgiven her? I have, I have. I've talked to her. What did you forgive her for? Um... Yelling at me for not doing something when I knew I should be doing it, but I need to kind of fail myself before yeah. I learn. And I don't think she quite understood that. That's evil for her to do that. Yeah, it is. And I, and I, and I told her that, too. I was yeah. like, you need to let me do this or I'm not going to learn. I'm not going to grow up. And um, which Because I, she imposed her will on you. Mm-hmm. And by imposing her will on you, you resent her for it. And, and as long as you resent her, she can control you like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, that, that makes... Okay, I see what you're saying. Um Okay, I guess I was, I don't know if I really got to the heart of my question. I mean, I, maybe I did. I'm not really too sure. Do I know? I don't know if I got really to the heart of my question or if... What's the heart of your question? <sighs> it's just like, I don't know. You just don't... Just, I guess you answered it. I mean, it's it, we're born, I guess, you know, from our mothers, and we kind of take on some of their spirit. So it's about returning to your father. Um, so maybe you kind of answered it. I'm just overthinking it as, as yeah. normal. <laughs> so you forgave her? You said you went yeah. to her? Oh, yeah. What did she say? Uh, she appreciated it. We were on, we went on a long walk and I was just talking to her about you and the stuff that you say. And then the more I talked to her, the more I, you know, was able to kind of figure out in my past exactly how she did influence me and my decisions and my, uh, emotional, you know, reactions to certain things. And, um, also, I mean, that could have been my dad too, because he was an alcoholic growing up, uh, when I was growing up. So he didn't have the most, uh, like stable reactions to things too. So, so you hated your father for being an alcoholic? Why did you hate him? I hate him, but I mean, it, I disliked when he would drink because he would turn into a different person. And what would he do? Uh, become less rational, more emotional, doesn't actually listen to the people around him and only wants to say what he wants to say. What did he do to you when he became an alcoholic? Uh, I mean, I, he was when I was born, he was drinking a lot, so I just grew up with that my entire life. And what did he do to you when... Yell at me like, like we would get an argument, and then he would come later into my doorway, like just sitting in his un- in his underwear, and just like yelling at me and saying just the most ridiculous stuff about you know, like it, he wouldn't let go of the argument that we were having, and he just kept wanting to like nail it in my head. Did you go and forgive him? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, uh, here and I know why too. Here, men and women say that, and I hear it all the time. I had to forgive my father. He was an alcoholic, right? Uh, what was wrong with that? He was an alcoholic. When I was growing up, I had an uncle that would be considered an alcoholic, right? But I didn't hear anyone saying they hated him because he was an alcoholic. I didn't hear any of his kids say it. We didn't see it. And so the idea 
This idea that, oh, my father was an alcoholic, that came from the mother, too, or from the woman. Have you noticed? Pay attention. Every time the woman has something to say about the man or the father, he was an alcoholic. Oh, Oprah, I had to forgive my daddy. <laughs> Why? He was an alcoholic. And what did that do with you? Kids don't resent their parents for being an alcoholic unless the mother resent the father. If the mother's complaining about it, and resented the father, you would take on the mother's identity. But she never did, though. And then resent the father. But she never Hold did that. Minute. I, I'm, I'm making another point with that, yeah. And if, you, if the mother resent the father for being an alcoholic, she would influence her children in that way by complaining about it, and the kids would identify with her, and all of a sudden the kids have a problem with the father because he was an alcoholic. But if you never said that to the kids, they wouldn't have any problem with it. None. But the mother still influenced that. So be careful with that, too, all right? It's just a mother trying to control him. You need to stop drinking. Trying to tell him what to do. Well, my mom never actually, I never heard her say that around yeah. me. And she, she was always very supportive of him. Like, when she went to rehab when I was in ninth grade, and she was always very supportive of him. He went to rehab? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she was never like that. She was never like, you need to stop drinking. Your father's an alcoholic. I mean, they've had a very successful marriage, 32 years married. Um, just a few weeks ago. and um, So how did you become emotional? I honestly think it might have been through my dad, just like when he would yell at me when I was younger, when he was drunk, and I didn't understand why. And like as I get older, you know, it makes more sense because, you know, I unfortunately did pick up drinking, not, you know, heavily, but I understand what happens when I become drunk. I become my father, essentially, so I can see you why. You become drunk? When I, when, if, if, I, if I do drink, yeah. And oh, I, you I might find, become an alcoholic? I don't I don't believe so. I mean, I, I recognize that I have the potential if I don't, you know, if I want to, I can, but I how don't do want to. How do you have the potential of becoming an alcoholic? Yeah, it's in my... How, how do you have that potential? It's, I'm my father's son. What do you mean by that? I mean, I could be my... That's a good question. Uh, if I don't control myself, it's easy for me to let go and just go all into something like drinking or smoking weed or you know, ignoring my priorities or something like that. So you think because your father was a quote-unquote alcoholic and you were his son that you could become that way too? I think it's the addictive personality. So you could become that way too? Yeah. You think you could become that way just because your father was that way? No. I'm sorry? No. You say you can or you cannot become that way? Well, doesn't anybody have the potential to become an alcoholic? or? No, we're just talking about you. Let's keep it here. So you said that you think you have the potential of becoming an alcoholic because your father was an alcoholic. No, because I can see myself becoming an alcoholic. It's very dangerous. If and why I, can you see yourself? How can you see yourself becoming that way? Be, I'm loving this. This is what we're supposed to be thinking about, not what we're going to wear. All right? Go ahead. Um, just because when I do drink, I don't drink. I want one drink, I just drink, and then I drink, and then the drink wants another drink, and that's why I know like, if I don't and control you think myself. it's because your father was one? <laughs> no, that's a good question. Good question, Jesse. Um, you know, I'm actually not too sure if I can say yes or no to that one. I'm, but until now, you've been thinking that way? No, maybe not, not necessarily. I just, it just runs in our family. I mean, his dad uh, 
was an alcoholic and his father wasn't. But I mean, I, I guess it, they didn't have the best relationships with their wives and their kids didn't have the best relationships with their parents. So um, that might have been kind of the, you know, the thing that kind of kicked it into place. I'm not really too sure. So you think you have the potential of becoming an alcoholic because your father was like that. And so now you're fighting to be prevent from becoming that way? Actually, yeah. I would say right now I am, yeah. Who told you that you had the potential of becoming an alcoholic because your father was one? No, that's not what I think. It's just I, not because of my father. It's just I see it within myself. I mean, I, I grew up around alcoholics, so I can see what I, I, I see the things that he did. I see myself in myself when I drink. So that's why I guess I say it, it's a it's like a dangerous path for me to go down. And I could, uh, this is our family has a history of it, so I'm not really too sure what else. So I know. Our family just has a history of it. I don't know really what to say besides that. And well, because your family has a history of becoming alcoholics, you think you will become one? No. You think you have the potential? I think I, 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 anybody can do it, but I'm, I'm just, I don't think I'm going to become one. And the reason you're not because you prevented yourself from becoming one? I've done the best conscious effort to make sure that I don't drink all the time and I understand what happens when I do drink. Oh, amazing. That is so interesting. Uh, Joel, what do you think about that statement? Joel Black, he's back. Um, I think that he sees in himself the same habits or that his dad used to do when he would drink. So he feels like he's subject to what his father used to do because he sees it in with his own eyes. What himself. habit he sees in himself that make him think he would become an alcoholic because his father that way? Because he sees it within himself, the same he actions what? that his father took, whatever actions his father took. What do you see? Uh, you see alcohol running through your blood. <laughs> yeah, I bleed Tito's, man. What are you? <laughs> I, I totally know why you're saying that, but I just want to kind of have other people think about mm-hmm. that. That is so interesting. But go ahead. Oh, I, I don't know if you had another question for me. And oh. so, how old are you now, if you don't mind? 27. Or 28. I just turned 28. Jesus, God. So, <laughs> you turned 28 when? May 5th. Oh, May 5th, this month? Yeah. Amazing. Happy birthday. Thank man. you. Happy birthday yeah. to you. Amazing. May is an amazing month, huh? It is. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you are drinking, are you thinking, I got to control myself so I don't become like them? I ask myself why. Why am I drinking? Yeah. And what do you tell yourself? I mean, it, it is. When you ask yourself, hey, Seth, why am I drinking? Because it, what it, does Seth say? it admittedly is relaxing to the body. It's, uh, and I'm going through a tough time at school right now, so I guess I'm probably leaning more on that than actually acknowledging that I'm struggling mentally, um, which I think You're a lot of people. struggling what? Mentally. You're struggling mentally? Yeah, just to, you know, just to stay on top of everything. I have 15 weeks left, and I'm cranking out a animation for my thesis project 3d animation and it's just been a lot of a lot of work and some days i just don't and i drinking does not help i can tell you that much right now drinking does not help um but you know that uh i didn't think this would be a a, a meeting my god <laughs> <laughs> hi my name is tom i might become an alcoholic because my daddy is one what the what the <laughs> chris what do you say to that Say to what? He might be become an alcoholic because his 
Fathers want? <laughs> what do I say to that? Uh, it could be possible. I mean, you see the the your your parents are your example to the world, and so you might do what your parents do. How is it possible to become an alcoholic because your your father is an alcoholic? The same reason why you're subject to the woman. What's that? Your father was. What? The? No, I'm playing. Nate, what do you say to that? Um, I think it's um, I think it's pretty interesting how we. Nate I, bought some new clothes. <laughs> new shoes. No, 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 that's not true. It's not true. Well, what happened? He he guest host my show one day. Shirt gate twenty twenty work. There's no recovering. There's no coming back. <laughs> um, he, he had this sparkling shirt on like he had just come from a party all night. And the people laughed at him and talked about him the whole three hours. I spoke for three hours and didn't hear and a single thing I said. Too. They didn't listen to a single thing I said for three hours. I know. They were looking at the shirt. Did you burn the shirt? No, I still haven't. Uh, <laughs> if you saw the shirt, it doesn't have sparkling things on it. It has palm trees or something, right? But on on the on the uh, camera, it looked like sparkling diamonds. Stop saying sparkles. Yeah. Stop saying that word. Sequence, right? <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Nick. Um, I have nothing to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's funny how I think it's funny how we identify with people and places and things that are not us, and and like we get it in our heads. We get like we get like really weird ideas in our heads, yeah. and we really believe that they're real. But it's so obvious. Even I mean, for me, because I'm just not him, right? But it's obvious to me that you're not your father. You're just not him. You're you're you. And so it's so weird how and people do this with stuff, with ideas, like all sorts of things. And and then you have the therapist with the degrees telling you, yeah. oh, you became an alcoholic because of your yeah. daddy. Yeah. And now you're scared to live your life because you think you're not going to become one. I mean, that you're going to become one, you end up becoming one anyway. Mm-hmm. Isn't that true? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy by just thinking of it. The only way, what would cause somebody to become alcoholic? If your father or mother is alcoholic. Are there alcoholic mothers too? I never hear about the mother being drunk. <laughs> it's always about the father. They do wine. She, she does wine. Uh, did you have your hair? Oh, okay. Frankie, you had your hair? Yes. I think it's, it's the most dangerous thing is uh, that kind of thinking. It's like the father. What caused it, though? Well, uh, Satan whispering to you, I guess. Uh, I mean, I've all I've had it. Everybody gets it. Um, you were you know. an alcoholic. Yeah. You were? No. <laughs> my, my dad. Oh, when you said I had it, what did you have? Well, we oh, seen the talking thoughts. To you. Oh, the okay. thoughts. You know, oh, thoughts. Um, you know, you hear stories about fathers committing suicide, and then the son commits suicide. You know, you're getting uh, paradise is won and lost in the mind. Right. Freedom is in the mind, and you know, just even saying the thought. Saying it brings it to reality is so dangerous because, you know, you could, you know, God spoke and things happen. 
we have a little bit of that in us, that spirit. So we speak, we make things happen. It becomes us. Life and death and the power of the tongue. Power of the tongue, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that's the biggest battle in itself. This is so good, man. Let me just, you want to say something? Yeah. I'm just saying, kind of like what Chris was saying, that you could be subject to it if you're not born again, right? Just to the idea of the spirit of, whether it's mother or father that's, you know, wrong, the wrong spirit. So I think that's what he's saying. He sees that within himself because he doesn't maybe know how to overcome or or even born again to to make the proper steps. That's what it seems like he's saying to me. The only way that he can become an alcoholic or any of us if we resent our parents for being alcoholics. And we just saw our parents drunk, but didn't judge them, didn't resent it. It could never happen to you. You have your life, but the moment you resent them, you judge them. Then, oh, you hear your mother say, your father was an alcoholic. And then you resent that because of what she said about it. Then you can become alcoholic. There's no other way you can become an alcoholic unless you just wake up one day and just say, you know, I want to be an alcoholic. But that's the only way you can become that way. But you don't just become that way just because he is that way or she is that way. You understand that? So you can relax, man. <laughs> you don't just, you understand that? Yeah. The only reason you would become that is if you judge your parents for being an alcoholic. And most of the time, because the mother's always trying to control the man, she complained about he can go to work every day, he can pay all the bills, but if you drink, she want to have control of that too. Your daddy was an alcoholic, and she'll make you identify with her, and then you start to be afraid that you will become one. Because Satan will lie to you and think that you will. But if you'd never resented your father for that, it wouldn't bother you one iota. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, you're not wrong, but it's my, my mom never said anything about him, so it's not my mom's voice. It's, that's, well, maybe you just judged what he was doing. What I'm just saying, the point is, if you never judged your father for drinking, you would never have, it wouldn't be an issue for you. You don't, God didn't make you to be an alcoholic just because your dad is an alcoholic. You have your own life, right? Yeah, and your father is not an alcoholic because he wanted to be an alcoholic. He didn't know how to deal with the issues of life. And it's, it's like any, in that fallen state, all of us, we're born in sin, right? And we're using something to try to make ourselves feel better and stuff like that, but that's not who we are. So you couldn't become that way unless you, there was some type of judgment going on of yourself or of, or of him. All right? You're not wrong. <laughs> it definitely was implied judgment. And there's still some resentment when I know that he's not sober. I mean, he's not like he was before, but, you know, he did go back to drinking wine. And there's some resentment because it's like, why? Like, why, did, why are you doing this again to yourself? Like, it's, it, like, it's not bad what it was before, but it's just disappointing, I guess. Have you forgiven him for that? What? Have you gone to him? Uh, yeah, I've talked to him. And you forgave him for it? I did, actually. You did. So why should it bother you now if he does it? Oh, the powers. Oh, my voice. My voice. Wow. Amazing. Um, (laughs) Why does it bother you now that he... How old are you again? 28? 28, yeah. Why does it bother you that he is drinking now? I just want to see better from him. Why? Because he's my father, and I look up to him. Why? Because I look up to him. But you're a grown man now. 
Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. I'm 28 years old. Yeah, I'm a grown-ass man. What the? <laughs> what yeah. the? That's right. And you judge. I think that you got an issue with your mother and you don't want to face it or have her face it because you're acting just like a female with your father. Mm-hmm. Wait, what the? Yeah, probably, most likely. I, I mean, I would like... To, I think a lot of this will solve itself once I finally graduate and I get the hell out of there. I mean, that's no, that ain't gonna do it. No, only forgiveness would do it. You still live with your parents? Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> Believe me, I don't. But why do you? Uh, financial reasons. You can't get a job. I mean, I'm full time student right now at college, and I'm cranking out a thesis animation. I don't know if I'd have the time to finish this as well. So as... you'd rather spend the time in college than being. Spend your time growing up? I mean, this is kind of part of growing up. That's not growing up. I mean, this is... I, You're 28 years at home, at home with your parents. You're not growing up. I understand that, yeah. Why well, not like, get actually, a job? So, it's just funny because I, I've told them before that like living there for so long has pretty much kept me in like arrest, arrested development. So I kind of... So reckon, now? But living there so long has kind of kept me in arrested development, so to right. speak. Um, so I, I, I recognize these things. I'm very aware of all this stuff. Um, well, why not, why not do something? Why not get a job and go to school if you time, want to go to school? This is the time. It, full-time, full-time student. And I don't you know if you understand what it, I don't think you understand what, how much time goes into making a 3D animation. Which is more important for you to develop as a man or to get this little degree and still be done? It's not about the degree. It's, this is, for me, this is like my personal project i've had in mind for a long time so if i don't if i don't do this i'm going to be kind of you know disappointed in myself i shouldn't have expectations actually but um i mean there's more there's more to this than just getting a degree this is you need to come to the men's home i agree i was actually asking about that really i don't want to say too much to you here you need no why do you think i'm here (laughs) yeah listen you're not seeing yourself man and you got all these excuses you still can go to school, but your priority is out of order. Your first thing is to be independent. Get a job. Get to a place. Go to school and do it that way. Mm-hmm. But you're staying at home like a little girl mm-hmm. waiting to graduate. And you're not developing. You're not growing. Mm-hmm. And then when you graduate from college, you're going to have some other excuse. Yeah. I got to work for 10 years and then oh I'll move. Oh, my God. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I and I've seen this in myself as well. Like I said, so I recognize. So now you see it, why not take the steps to do it? Why do you keep putting it off? I have. I I'm trying. I I am doing things. It's not like I'm just sitting around doing nothing all day. But you ain't, I mean, you're I've, not taking care of yourself. Fair point. Uh, yeah. What is that like being at home? At I don't mean to yell at front in front of ladies, <laughs> but they already know. It's it's embarrassing. It's. <laughs> What is it like being at home at 28? I mean, it's, it's not, obviously, it's not a good feeling. Like I said, I know so I've been stuck in... why not do something about it? Comfort, I think. You're comfortable. I mean... How can you be comfortable at 28 at home with your mom? No, I'm not. Hold on, hold on, Jesse. Hold on, Jesse. Let me... Because I'm trying to weigh the things that I can, you know, it's like, all right, they're, they're offering me. Get a job, man. No, I'm not waiting. It's weigh, 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 weighing. They're... There's nothing to weigh. <laughs> okay, fair. Why don't your father put you out? I've asked him about that before, too, because he doesn't have it in, in him to do that. You say, why don't you put me out? And he said, I don't have it in me to do that. Yeah, because he loves me. That's yeah. So what? Because he loves me. 
He loves you. No, he doesn't. He doesn't love you. If he loved you, he would put you out. Why don't your mother put you out? This is, this, that's actually interesting because I mentioned that earlier because she doesn't want to let go of her, you know, her little baby. See, I told you, 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 you think your mama's sweet? Mm-hmm. She is not sweet. You become your mama and she looked like the innocent one. Mm-hmm. You're not her little baby. Mm-hmm. Will you... Wait, this is like a men's meeting, right? Well, no, but it's, no, it's funny because I, 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 I think I mentioned that already like with my mom. What do like, you I've say when she said, oh, you my sweet little baby. You're oh, she not never says move. that. She, she never says that. But why don't... You said that she would not put you out because she think you were sweet little I made baby. the choice to stay there. It's my, it's my choice to stay there to have them, you know, I don't have to pay for room. I don't have to pay for board. I get to... But you don't do that, man. I know. I, I understand it's a bad choice. That choice. I get that's a bad choice now, especially now I'm older. But, I mean, I'm trying to pick up, you know, pick up the pieces and, and go from here. So. Pick up what pieces? Whatever I have around me. I mean, obviously I'm not, you like you no said. pieces. Go get a job and move. And then just hustle through the school, too, you know. Mm. Be a man. You're not going to grow up until you face issues in life. Yeah. Really. And your mother's never going to let you go. Watch what happens when you get ready to move. If and when you get ready to move. No, sweet little baby. (laughs) Stay another month. No. You need to save up some money. What? Uh, you about to cry? Yes. No. Does this make sense? Do you disagree with anything? Yeah, no, I didn't. I totally agree, hundred percent. Yeah, you're not wrong, and I'm, I'm aware of these things. It's, I guess, I've just said, I'm ignoring the the solution. I guess, and pretty much seems like it. Are you white? Yeah. <laughs> this is why the black folks are making a mis- mistake hating the white folks. We all got the same problems. You know what I mean? All the problems spiritual. They're all the same. But the people don't see. That's what it is. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you, Jesse. I appreciate it. Yeah, go and move out. All right. I, I, I knew a guy who was over 21 and he was at home with Mama. And he was a Christian. And he would just wait for the Lord to tell him to move. <laughs> it's like, what the? The Lord told you to move. You're 18. Move. And then he moved out. His life just unfolded. And he was like, wow, I was waiting on the Lord. But don't wait on. Get up, man. Have a life. The world, the world needs you guys. The world needs men. God in Christ. Christ over man. Man over woman, right? And when the light go out in the man, it goes out in the world. And that's what's happening right now. Yes, sir. Okay, so he was talking about his father and how he like had the potential to be an alcoholic because he taught in his own life. So he was pre- basically reflecting his own belief systems and almost setting himself up. I feel like you caught that. You fixed his like thought path there. Mine is, so my dad was abusive. To you? No. Well, how was he abusive then? Well, you know, I put it in quotes because that's what I was told. Your mother told you that? My mom said he was abusive. And you believed it? No, he was alpha. So, but, you know, I've always suppressed my male energy because I didn't want to. You suppressed what? My male energy, my dominating energy. Oh, I see. 
And, and why did you do that? Because I was afraid that I would become like my dad and become aggressive and abusive and all that stuff. So I am asking for the wisdom to bypass that because I've suppressed so much of myself. Um, yeah. And I, I've always feared that I would become this angry monster, which she depicted him to be. What a hard way to live. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> your mother set you up, man. Well, I'm aware of it. And I've always... Go been, and forgive your mother for doing that? I, I have. And the reason because... What did you say to her? Well, I mean, what I guess, I mean, I was just like, I'm aware of your manipulation and I'm not going to fall for it anymore. Did you say, I'm sorry for hating you for it? Uh, 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 I I feel like I mean on the inside I have, but I didn't. I never nah, said you it. You need to be out. Okay. You need to face her. Okay. Forgive your mother for doing that to you. That's evil. Mm-hmm. She set you up to make you her husband. Mm. And now you're stuck. Because she always said to uh, you know the worst thing you could do was break your mother's heart. Yeah. <laughs> She's horning for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have an auntie like, that I live with too. Does this sound like boyfriend and girlfriend? I have an aunt as well. See that? And they live thing, together. Huh? I live with my aunt and my mom. I had twice the amount of feminine energy against me. And I'm proud that I'm still here and I'm aware of myself today, you know? What yeah, I mean? Like I'm still right. I'm still here. I I'm still I'm still a man. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> And I'm still here. But I've always just tried to respect my, my mom and her beliefs. And I didn't no, know That's how... evil. Okay. Th- don't respect that. Okay. Forgive her and move out. Okay. Well, really. I do forgive. I do forgive. No, tell her that. I, I'll let, I'll let God her. said that if you have an issue with someone, go to them and forgive them and let the dust hit your feet. You can't do it in the heart, even though it will take place in the heart. Mm-hmm. But you got to face her so you can get your courage back. Then you won't suppress your male energy, whatever you said, right? Oh, yeah. But you can't suppress it because if you do, you're becoming a female. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to face your mother and, and aunt and get out of there. And, and, and don't be afraid to live your life to be you. And don't take her word at what she said about your father. And if he was abusive, it was between them and not you. Your father loved you. Fathers love their children. They just can't have the mother of the children because they're married to the mother. They didn't get over their mother, so you become attracted to what you hate. And every woman you get involved with is mama. But they love their children. Thank you. So don't believe what your mother said about him. Okay. All right? Thank you. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So face your mother so you can go live your life. You have a job, right? Uh, Speak into the mic for me. Uh, I did have a job, but then COVID hit. And uh, she's also very high risk for COVID because she had cancer, my mom. Right. So I what just, it has to do with you? Oh, I just used it as an excuse to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> you need Samuel and a car wash boy to give you a good car washing. Yeah. But listen, man, go get a job and get out of there. All right. Really. Otherwise, you won't survive. Okay. They'll kill you. Your spirit. Yeah. Like, I can't lie to my... Well, I've never lied to myself. I just bullshitted it, if you will. Wait, are you... Do you know your... I mean, are he, you... He passed away when I was 17. Oh, man. I you know. You your father. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But don't believe anything your mother 
or any of the other females have to say about him. Okay. Because they don't tell the truth. They play victim so they can control you. Your mother's not going to say to you, you know, what's your first name? Norik. Norik, you, your daddy uh, couldn't handle me. I was hell to pay. He loved you, but he just couldn't handle me. It had nothing to do with you. They're not going to be honest like that. Okay. So forgive her and move out. Okay. And don't let the COVID. There are so many jobs out there now. Did y'all know that? Everybody and their mama looking for an employee. Mm -hmm. So go get you some jobs and get out. Right? Uh, Yes, sir. Did you have your hand? Yeah. And then here. Okay. So I've been friends with Jared for like over 15 years. So I kind of know his situation pretty well and his parents. And I just want to say you're so much like your mom. Of like, course. You are. Like, oh, now and that's coming from me. Yeah, he's just like, like <laughs> And, and Why I know. Why didn't tell him before? Uh, we do. <laughs> I private. think I'm just trying to drive in the point now, you know? So, oh, I see. I'm just trying to get it. You in have told him already? She's very, she's very overbearing and, and is involved in every aspect of his life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very unnatural. It's, it's not normal. So I've been telling him lately and. You know, I think he's here because of what he's seen through me and our other close friend and the changes that we've made. Right on. So, you know, we tell him, you got to just get out of there. You think that you can't work on your your 3D stuff outside of their house? No, I'll stop having I can. I think that's what you need excuses, to do. Man. That's fair. What? No, so that's fair. What? It's fair. That's fair. <laughs> You're right. And I also just really quick want to just um, – share my testimony with everyone here and everyone that's listening. You said something about how you don't know how how things have happened for you, how this all worked. Well, I know it's from the Father. I do too. I feel the same. I tell people I don't know how it's working, but I really do. Um, And a big part of that was just living every day as it came and not thinking about yesterday or tomorrow. And all these opportunities that I've had, the people that I met, the opportunities that I'm getting for my career and education, they're just falling into place. Yes. It's, it is like magic. I can't tell you the number of people I met along the way that helped along the way, give me good advice. And the father will take care of you. When he said that if one door closes, another will open, he sincerely meant that. You won't be able to see it, but it'll open and you'll find yourself in it. It really will. It's mind-blowing. He won't leave you helpless. All right? You're absolutely right, man. Amen. Yeah. Did you, you want to finish your point? I was just agreeing with everything oh, that you okay. said. My, my life is going in a direction I never thought that it'd be going. And I'm, right. I'm in a community and going to a school for a degree that I didn't even think I was capable of. The life that he has for us, we could never plan it. We would not. You could sit down at a university for 30 years, and you know we'll come up with what he has in store for you. It wouldn't even be a part of your thinking because Satan's mind is far away from God's mind, all right? I'm just, I'm so blessed. I don't, I don't feel like I deserve the life that I have, so it really makes me want to make the best of it. I don't want to waste this opportunity. Yeah. I'm literally being paid to go to school right now for a pre-med degree, so it's amazing. No, he'll make a way, that's for sure. Yes, sir. You wanted to have one other thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, um, I, I do want to say that ever since I started listening to you and reflecting on the things that you say, I, I have, like you said, I've, I've 
I have been seeing smaller improvements in my life and in myself and my confidence, but I, uh, you are absolutely correct that I just need to get the hell out of there and, and start living my own life. I was just telling myself, wait till you graduate, but that's just, that's literally just an excuse. So there's yeah. no reason to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for, I sure other people wanted to speak, but so thank you for giving me the, the time to talk and kind of, you know, pick apart my brain. You're welcome. No, don't don't have any excuses for anything. Yeah. A person that making excuses is living in the dark. Yeah. They can't see. All right. So are you doing the silent prayer? Not every day. I do I do at least like once a day, but I haven't been doing it twice like I should be. Yeah, stay with them yeah. morning and night, yeah. all right? 100%. And then during the day practice being aware mm-hmm. and let your life unfold for you. Yeah. Right, I've been reading. You got to get out of there. Yeah, I do. I really do. I right. 100% do. And if they loved you, they would have put you out already. Yeah, that. So they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, yeah, they do because that's what you do to people that you hate. You hold them down. Yeah. How do you forgive? How do you just go up and just tell them? Tell your mom like, I want to talk to you about like what forgiving you. you that for me? Do you, do you just go and say like to your mom like you know I want to talk about forgiving you and you know my mom's gonna be like about what I gave him so much of my life for you what are you talking about me you know she forgiving gave me. you so much of a life yeah that's what that's she's the problem say. okay so here's how you do it uh-huh. once you see that you do resent her for whatever mm-hmm. you go to mama mom I want to tell you I'm sorry for hating you you're such a bitch. <laughs> Glad you're saying it now so that I don't have to go and You're so <laughs> evil and you were wrong for trying to turn me away from my father saying all this horrible thing. And I realize now you can't help it. When you realize just like you can't help yourself, you're afraid of her, you can't move, right? Because you can't help it. That's your mother in you. She can't help but do what she has done to you and she hates her mother. And it goes on and on. And so just say, I'm sorry. When you see that you're wrong for resenting her, don't apologize for all the stuff you've been doing. You couldn't help yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But you're wrong for resenting her, and God will forgive you and set you free. Okay. You'll be free of your mother's spirit. Wow. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came now with no idea what was going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I follow, I follow my spirit. I follow my light. You, know? I, I you know follow your light? My light, yeah. You ain't got no light. <laughs> you got mama's darkness. Where your light? I, my father's light's still very Speaking much in me. My, my father's light is still very much in me. Right, and you will come to it yeah. when you forgive the mother darkness. Okay. And will you start to live the father's life. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, you yeah. got all these little fancy sayings. <laughs> you got all these little intellectual sayings. I follow my father's light. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, I got to move on. Man, I haven't gone through half of what I thought I was going to talk about. Um, did you have it? Yeah, right here, real fast. Because we're like totally out of time. And I haven't gotten over any of this stuff I wrote down. What the? Yes. Do you think it's possible to, um, like how you said, be born again, be born again and be serious about it, but you end up falling into one of your old ways and God forbid you pass and go to hell. Interesting. Once you're born again of the spirit of the father, you can't be unborn. 
you're not going to fall away. Because it's like once you're born from your mother, you can't go back into your mama and be a, a baby up in there, right? Right? Right. Well, likewise, when you're born of the spirit of God, you can't be unborn. You're back at home with him. You're back with your natural nature, and you can't be unborn. Yeah. I'm just and the sin, what, what the uh, hypocrites have done, they have made the Ten Commandments sin. They're calling that sin, right? Uh, you know, and that's not the sin. The sin is to play God, the hatred of the heart. When you have anger in your heart, you're playing God, and you should never know him. That's the sin. And so in that fallen state, you have no way of keeping the Ten Commandments because Satan, your daddy. And you don't have the power of God working through you. But once you return to the Father, then the power of God will clean up all that stuff that you fall into sometimes. And then you can keep, keep the commandments because of his spirit. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. And of ourselves, we know nothing. But you must be born again so that he can clean your house up for you. He will take care of his own. Okay, so the Ten Commandments, they, they are God's law, but it just they're not considered sin? Right, no. It's a rule, it's a law that you live by on earth to have a good life. It's like, you know, if you don't, what, the interesting thing about it, you can't help but break the Ten Commandments in a fallen state. But once you come back to the Father, as I said, then you, he will cause you to keep the commandments because you're no longer subject to the world, you're subject to him. And so you're going to love him, you're going to naturally do what's right, you're going to treat everybody with love and not hate, you're going to be fair and honest, It'll be your nature, so you won't be able to help yourself. Okay. So you can't bring. The Ten Commandment is not the sin. The sin is of the heart. The, okay. I'll just, uh, I haven't done this, but <clears throat> like as an example, just saying you shall not lie. Let's say one day, like you lied and you realize that you did it. Like, and when you do, just realize you lied. Don't make it a big deal. Don't say, oh, God don't love me anymore. Oh, Jesus, I'm falling away. Oh, my God. That's Satan making you judge yourself. But if you realize that you lied and you didn't need to be lying, don't make it a big deal. But if you overreact to it, you're going to start, you become a big liar because you're overreacting. It's enough to see it, but don't overreact. All right? All right. All right. Stop lying, boy. No. <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesse. Um, I uh, I got kicked out graduation night. And you got kicked out of what? Of home. Oh, I, good. Yeah, we came home from graduation ceremony, and my dad said, "Now that you know everything, get out." How old are you? Uh, eighteen. How old are you? Right now, I'm fifty-six. Oh, when did you get? Oh, you he kicked you out at eighteen? Right at. Oh, nice. That night. Yeah. And although I slept in the back of a pickup truck for a few nights, it was the best thing they could have That's done for right. me. Absolutely. And um, also, for your uh, biblical question last I week. I haven't asked it yet. Wait. Okay. <laughs> what the? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to kick you out. <laughs> so, um, right here, this young lady right here want to say something. I know I see it all over you. No. <laughs> How's it going? 
How is going well? How is life going? It's going good. What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing is wrong? No. Everything is fine? Yes. And what's making it fine? Um, I don't know. <laughs> what, what get on your nerves at times? Um, nothing as of late. Everything has been fine. And what's making it fine? All right, back to your question. Um, not overthinking things, just taking it as it comes. Yeah. You were here before? Yes. Did you go, where are you from? Uh, well, I'm from here, but we're from New Orleans, and I brought my mom and my sister. And that woman with you that time, huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh, you mean. Where is she? Uh, she's at home. She didn't want to come today. Good. <laughs> no, play. Yeah, I just called you recently, Jesse, and we talked about... Uh, On the show, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember you guys now. <laughs> and so are you dealing with her now in the right way? Yes, I am. That's probably why it's fine. Oh, good. <laughs> are you doing the silent prayer, too? Yes. Nice. Your sister was on your mother's side, right? Yes. She identified with her. Yeah. How's that going? We don't really talk that much. Nice. But, like, because she's out here and I'm out there. Right. You still but, live in Louisiana? Yes. Right. So, it's and good. Is your boyfriend. That's your boyfriend, right? Yes. Is well, fiancé now. Oh, you guys engaged? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Amazing. So, Alpha or Beta? Alpha. Uh, you better say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll take that ring back. <laughs> nice. Any questions about anything? I'm glad to see you guys. No, no question. Stay, are you doing the silent prayer? Yes. Every day? And every night. Stay with it. Especially now that you guys got to get married and all that. Stay with it. Okay. And, and God will guide you, all right? Right. And have a truckload of children. You gonna stay home and raise your children? Yes. Are you gonna stay home and raise your children? <laughs> yes. You gonna stay home? <laughs> yes. That doesn't sound like a real yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am. A real yes would be like yes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. Nice. Uh, so let me ask you the biblical question. We got to get out of here. Uh, and then I'll come over and let you ask somebody. Uh, can you earn love and respect? The biblical question. So I think that you can earn respect, but you can't earn love. And how can you earn respect? I think you can earn respect by working hard. Like your character can have somebody like, well, allow somebody to respect you or have somebody respect you. So, like, working hard. And why do you say you can't earn love? Because I feel like love is either given to you or it's not like somebody either loves you or hates you. You can't earn their love because if they hate you, they're just going to hate you. Oh, okay. Amazing. Had you ever thought about that? Yes, I thought about earning respect, but not necessarily earning love. Oh, okay. So, will your fiancé, has he earned love from you? No. Ooh. He can't earn it. No, I mean, I love him. But already. he can't earn love. No. So don't try, man. All right? That was nice. another biblical question when you said... Uh, so what? That was another biblical question when you uh, asked, like, 
why should a man ever apologize or oh, yeah. try to earn something from a woman? Right. So, correct. Nice. And what did you say to that? Uh, I said the same. Well, just in my life, I've never earned respect or love from anyone. So I don't think that it could be. Oh, okay. You can get it. I wish you me. guys well. Yes. You're on the right track. Yes, sir. Young folks. Um, yes, sir. You want to respond to the biblical question? Sure. The one that says, can you earn love or respect? Yes. Okay, you say? I think that you, I, actually I thought you had said, can you earn your salvation? And I was going to say, That's yeah. wrong. I didn't ask that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Get off uh, the pot, man. <laughs> Only, at pot? <laughs> Only at night. Only at night. You like hearing the wrong question. I didn't even make it. <laughs> okay. I think uh, I'll just answer what I thought you'd said. And <laughs> that, that if you uh, think you can earn salvation or less. I, I, I didn't ask that. Uh, okay, love. I think that that has to be uh, something that just happens naturally from. Okay. The, from the way that you carry yourself or, or conduct yourself, people would either like that or not like it. And you would be loved. You have to be loved to, you, you can't really earn it. You just Maybe have to be Maybe we can make it. that a biblical question. <laughs> can you earn salvation, right? Yes. It sounds like a good question, a biblical question. That, can you earn love and respect? <laughs> I hadn't thought about it till just now. I missed it last week, but... Uh, I'm I'm not thinking I'm not thinking of a way that 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 could be earned. So I don't, yeah. I don't think so for either either one. Who think that you can't earn love and respect? <laughs> oh, nobody. That you can. Uh, I mean, you if you if you if if someone's telling you that you've earned my love or respect, uh, I don't, I don't think that's a true love. Yeah, or true I would dump them real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to earn your love and respect. What the? So. Uh, no, you can't. You can't do it. Don't try. Just live your life. You want to be of love, which is of God. All right? You cannot earn it. All right? Um, brand new biblical question. What is it, Nick? <laughs> I don't think for myself I have other people doing it for me. That way I can get the rest while they're doing the thinking. Uh, how do you know if you have faith in God? Oh, yeah. That's a brand new biblical question. How do you know if you have faith in God? All right. What do you say to that, Nate? I say. Oh, hold on, Nate. I'm sorry. For me, I know it means I have faith in God when I let go of all the vices I have in my life to try to escape the inner whatever that I got going on. That's how you know you have faith in God? No, I know right now I don't. Oh, you don't have faith in God? No. Because I don't live like it. What do you mean? I wouldn't need coping strategies to... I wouldn't have to smoke pot if I believed in God. You smoke pot, Nate? I do. (laughs) How old are you? I don't want to say. (laughs) Everybody on pot. That's up, baby Jessica's daddy. It's not by choice, I don't feel, but... Oh, they are all the pot here say. You no, some pot? of them like doing it. Oh, you... I did. I mean, I oh, man. You smoke pot? 
No? Uh, yeah, don't follow your dad in that way, all right? <laughs> Amazing. Well, that's the biblical. What, I want to ask Samuel, the Mexican cowboy boy. I wore Samuel's shirt yesterday to the gym that says Mexican cowboy boy, and they have a big face of a Mexican. <laughs> and everybody, not everybody, and the guys at the gym are like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Mexican cowboy boy. They thought it was funny that I was somehow or another putting down a Mexican. I was like, his name is Samuel. He is a Mexican. He has a car wash. <laughs> they're like, oh. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they're like, oh, that makes sense. They're ready to fight over not even knowing <laughs> anything. I got, uh, I got an army out there ready to fight. <laughs> I'm telling you, how do you know if you love, if you have faith in God? When you are in situations where uh, you're dealing with the world and you're able to see inside of you when Satan's trying to make you overreact, like he's in your, whether it be other people, but the fact that you can see it and you're aware in that moment and you have that light in you, that's how you know you have faith in God. Well, thank you. Yep. We want to get a new question. That's what I started to ask him. He reads the Bible. Yeah. Anyway, that's the biblical question for this week, all right? Um, listen, stay with the silent prayer, stay with the prayer, stay with the prayer. I don't care if everybody will fall away from you. I don't care if no one on earth love you. You stay present with God, and your life will change. He will bring you into the kingdom, and he will change your life. It will happen, all right? No matter what. And don't judge yourself when you go back to the pot or go back to whatever you've been into. Just be aware of it, and you'll come out, he'll take it away from you. But if you judge yourself for it, you get deeper into it. It's the heart that he cares about, and so he'll clean up the body. Don't worry about that. Well, stay with the silent prayer. Stay, stay, stay. Oh, what's your daughter's name again? Olivia. Olivia, how are you? Huh? I'm good. So did your mother treat you well this week? Yeah. Did you have to tell her to back off? No. Oh, good. <laughs> so you didn't get angry at all this week, right? No. Good. Stay with it. Don't let anything be so important and make you mad, all right? Okay. I'm glad to see you. To Can you say you. beta? Huh? Can you say beta? Yeah. Let me just say it. <laughs> Let me just say beta. Huh? Beta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you say alpha male? Mm-hmm. Let me hear you say it. Alpha male. <laughs> nice. All right. So, uh, so listen. Stay with the prayer. God needs us, right? So he to create love through us. The world need love right now. The families need it. The world need it. It's screwed up right now. The world messed up. Absolutely messed up. All right? And if we caught the men a week. And so you guys, God is not bringing you back to him for a waste of time. You're going to be able to bring love. Through you, he'll bring love into the world. And the women and children will be happy to follow. Because they're looking for the love of a father. All right? So just be aware of that. And ladies, in case men don't change, forgive, return to the Father, and you'll be fine. All right? Okay.
So announcement real fast. Don't forget the men's conference, August 14th in Orlando, Florida. Go to rebuildingtheman.com. We will be having church the following morning for everybody at the same hotel. Um, what else, Hermes? That's it. Uh, tune into the radio show. And thank you again for the birthday celebrations and gifts and all that. It was amazing. I can't wait to see what the next 70 years is going to be. I'm never dying, by the way. <laughs> I'll be here forever. I know the secret. Don't hate, work out, eat right, and get a lot of rest. Nothing that important, all right? So we had a really good ladies meeting on Thursday night, too. Did you guys like that meeting, ladies? Yes. You sure? <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah. Y'all sound like a losing team. <laughs> I was saying the team did really well. Did you team? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like you don't believe you won. All right. So thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to donate, like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. All right, ring the bell. And thank you for donating tomorrow. We will reach a super chat to D-Live tomorrow on the, on the uh, Jesse Lee Peterson show. And tune in for the hatereport.com as well. You can read the Bible, but don't remember it. Don't read to remember. The Holy Spirit will interpret, all right? He will reveal what it means. So just relax and live. Stop making everything so serious. There's not one thing on earth that serious that you should be mad about or cause you to overreact, all right? Thank you all so much for tuning in, and thank you all for coming. I totally appreciate it. A good, good meeting today. So, Joel, coming with the back.